I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Whatever temperatures this winter brings, your friendly and knowledgeable Bryant dealer is ready to help. We have the right training and support and are backed by outstanding products from one of the industry's most trusted names, Bryant. Whether you need a quick fix or an entirely new heating system, we will do whatever it takes for your family's comfort. Find your local dealer at Bryant.com. Bryant, whatever it takes. Ah, uh, welcome to Preach Kev Preach. It's Pastor Kevin Kev here with another sermon, another episode. I'm here with my co-host Rashad, man. What you got going on today? Nothing too much, man. Just trying to build these DraftKings, line up the NBA tiers and win some money, man. And uh, just been playing a little bit of college hoops, you know, just to pass the time by a little small stuff. Yeah, I, I think I put my DraftKings lineups in. I, last night, I was winning, then all of a sudden the last two games, Dalvin Mitchell went crazy, and I just, I just fell out. And they win nothing. Yeah, last night was one of those uh, those weird weird times where Hassan Whiteside goes crazy. You mad you didn't pick him because <laughs> the last time he burned you. So you know it it happens with DraftKings. You just never know. Yeah, basketball way too unpredictable. All right, so we got we got a good show for y'all today. Uh, first, we're gonna start off with a new segment. Amen or hell no. Um, Luca and Dirk put on Twitter that. They're going to enter the the dunk contest this year. <laughs> what are your thoughts on that? <laughs> Come on, man. Dirk Dirk has never been a jumper, man. Hell, hell, not a Dirk trying to get in the dunk contest, man. <laughs> I thought I thought that was pretty funny. Um, Oladipo scary injury and kind of find out that he ruptured his quad his quad tendon. Um, so, amen or hell, not the Pacers staying a top five team in the East. Uh, top five. It's, I'm splitting hairs here. I'm going to say no because I think the Heat will surge and get a top five spot. So I'm going to say no, but it won't be a huge drop off. James Harden is playing out of his mind. A 61 point Madison Square Garden. He scored over 55 points three straight games. You think Harden can keep this up uh, when Chris Paul returns? He has to keep it up until he returns because basically what Harden is doing is keeping them in playoff contention because if he was to get hurt and they'll be out of the race. So he got to keep it up and hopefully, you know, when CP3 comes back and so does Capella, they can work their way back into shape and then he'll be harder can slow down some for the playoff run, which is what he kind of lacks in previous postseason runs. Yeah, it's it's kind of it's kind of remarkable to see. I know a lot of people are giving him some slack about like him being one like one dimensional and he and he just taking all the shots. But I mean, who else are you counting on on that team besides, you know, Eric Gordon um, you can kind of count on author of every now and then, but it's not, it's, it's not, he's not consistent. And Kenneth Reed has got there, so you got to give him give or take some minute, uh, time to get Jalen into that system. It's, it's impressive, man. Like, this is the most we've seen, the most dominant scoring run we've seen since the Kobe run. And, I mean, you know, Curry gets hot some nights, Clay gets hot some nights, but just 
night in, night out, dropping 50, 45, 39, whatever. This is the, the first time we've seen it in probably almost, what, 19 years when right, did it. exactly. All right, so we're going to go into our, our top, one of our topics of the day, and it's about this Saints and Rams game, and notably this defensive pass interference that was no call. Uh, so, you know, it's a lot of been a lot of feedback, a lot of lack at the NFL about, you know, how bad the refs were. The Saints want them to re or replay the game. They want them to uh, – uh, I think the, the Saints owner is suing the NFL and all this crazy stuff going on. And I think, I think we should talk about it because, you know, this, this, this game, this game was very entertaining. Um, but the Saints had a 13-0 lead. So uh, I'm interested to see what you got, what you got to say about, like, the Saints, you know, leading up to this different pass interference call and what could have been done to even avoid – all of this in the first place. Well, personally, I wanted the Saints to win the game. I was hoping for a goat versus goat Super Bowl, Brady versus Breeze, that type of thing. But ultimately, breaking news, Saints fans, you were not robbed. Get over it. You were not robbed. I mean, we just break it down on the, the game basis. You have 60 minutes to decide your fate. The calls the referees make or don't make, that goes on the entire game. But since everybody wants to narrow it down to the recency bias or the most, you know, the most recent play that they feel turned the game, well, let's go to it. Drew Brees hits Ted again on the pass, again catches it. The time goes to a minute 58 seconds over the two-minute warning, so the clock stops. The Rams still have two timeouts. Drew Brees comes out, throws a pass. First of all, why are you throwing a pass under two minutes? You should run the ball. You're on like the 13-yard line. Run the ball. Make the Rams burn a timeout. Run it again. Make them burn the other timeout. And now you're at what maybe a minute, 40, minute, 30. But when you run your third down play, if you didn't score off of the run, now the clock is in your favor because you can bleed the clock as low as you can, kick a field goal, and now the Rams have to go – at least maybe the length of the field to score a touchdown to beat you or at least get down to about your 35 to even get off a 50-yard field goal. So I'm not sure why they're so upset about these plays when the Saints had the ball and they were in total control. Over time, I can care less about that because the Saints should have won the game in regulation. Right. And then use up 13-0. First of all, you, you drive all down the field, stall out, get three. Then you get gift wrapped an interception right in, right, right on the Rams, like I mean, like 30 yard line or something. When Gurley didn't catch the ball, you're right there. And what do you do again? Stall out. This game 13 0 could have easily been 21 24 0 early in the game, and you could have been in the driver's seat, and the Rams would have had no hope. Crying about the defense pass interference call, which it was, but it's not like it was a, it's not like they, they called it and picked it up. It, they didn't call it at all. And then now, you know, now the NFL wants to, See if we want to review pass interference calls, which is a judgment call. Now, how many other judgment calls are there in the field? Holding, give or take, really offsides. Um, they can call offsides every time. They can call holding probably every single play. And and just the fact that we're going to review just pass interference calls, idiotically, the NFL does that. Because think about it. If 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 we're playing right now, let's let's say your Patriots playing my Vikings. And Tom Brady throws a big bomb to uh, to Gronk or somebody and score a touchdown. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna throw the flag and say 
nah, man, you, you didn't call Holden. It was Holden right here. I'm going to throw the challenge flag. You need to call this Holden. And then, then they reversed my call. Like, you see what I was, like, you see what I'm saying? Like, that, that's, that's not going to, that's going to hurt the game. And, and now any big play, why, why wouldn't a coach just throw a challenge flag and say, hey, I think you missed something. Go watch it. So I don't understand, like, this all, this, this big, big all call about the, the, the reviewing and trying to understand and trying to make it better when it was just a messed up play for one out of, like, how many times do we, do we see a, a defensive pass interference like that or a call that big or uh, that, that's, that's called, or, or this, in this case, not called? We never see that, really. We, we always argue about a play that has been called. And I understand Saints fans are mad because now two years in a row, you got put out on some crazy, you know, once-in-a-lifetime type situations with a Minnesota Miracle and then now the no-call non, defensive pass interference. And it's sad, but you had chances. And I can't, and I can't, I can't say, like, yeah, you got robbed when he had opportunities before and after. Yeah, they, they didn't get robbed. You, you don't get robbed when you have the number one seed and you get the home field advantage. Right. I mean, we, we, can, we, can, we can make a list. Let, let's say, let's, let's play the Saints blame game. Who are the people they should blame? <laughs> number one, number one on the blame list, Sean Payton slash Drew Brees. We know they are known for their unity, their play calling, being on the same page. Why did Sean Payton call a pass play on first down? So why did Drew Brees not audible to play to a run? So we'll just blame them, number one. Number two, you mentioned them, we'll blame the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to blame the Vikings. <laughs> we're going to blame the Minnesota Vikings because if they don't hit the miracle on the Saints last year, maybe the Saints don't try to be aggressive and get their own touchdown this year. So we'll blame the Vikings. We can blame Ted Ginn for even catching the bomb to put it over the two-minute warning because if it gets picked off, maybe, maybe they get a chance to get the ball back. If he doesn't catch it, there, there's no chance for their pass defense to even occur if he doesn't catch it. I mean, fourth, we can blame the referees, but there were just so, there's so many calls that happened throughout the game and so many calls that are missed throughout the game. Boiling it down to that one play is really ludicrous. We we on Twitter, we saw all these videos and images of guys falling all over the Rams players or you know, <laughs> actually actually committing real penalties that weren't right. called. I mean, Jared Goff getting oh, face yeah, masked. That's, that's a, a big one right there. That's a that, 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 that would have been a first and goal for that's the Rams. That changed the whole game. So, yeah, that would have been a first and goal for the Rams. So, there were calls missed and made on both sides that affected the game. So let's not say because of pass interference, we were robbed. Well, if golf gets the face mask call and it's first and goal, I know CJ or a girl is going to punch right. that in. Or there's at least, I won't say we know for certain, but there's a good chance I'm, they'll punch I'm gonna that go in. I'm going to go 95%. <laughs> so, yeah, it's almost a certainty that one of those big, one of those big boys is going to punch that in. So there's just – there's no getting robbed in this game. You play the game, what happens, happens, and usually a team that makes – the most plays wins the game. The Rams made the most plays. They have a top five kick in the league. He nails a 56, 57 yarder, and that's all she wrote. And if you you can blame some more people. Like I said, we we can blame we can blame Michael Thomas. He wanna talk all this trash and stuff. Killed him last time. He had four catches and thirty six yards in the game. Yeah, they double teamed you and they were looking out for you. 
But hey, if you say you if you say you were the best receiver in the league, I don't know no no superstar receiver getting shut down in a in a, in a big time playoff game. You, you, you can add him on the list as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the the blame pie has many slices. <laughs> Saints, you get on my nerves because y'all want to complain and want to review and replay the game. No, how about I'm still salty, Rashad. How about we go back to 2009 where the Bounty Gate franchise wants to beat up on my quarterback, got my quarterback seeing ghosts, and I had throwing around the ball and getting hurt and limping on, on the field. No, nah, I want to replay that game. I want to replay that game because that was our Super Bowl and y'all took it from us. That's why we did Minnesota Miracle on y'all last year, and I'm glad the Rams won. Yeah, that was that was crazy. I remember when we first found out about the whole Bounty Gate thing, that was – that was very, very yeah, surprising. It's ridiculous that, you know, a team that just can, uh, history can just forget forget what they did, you know, way back then. Hey, karma catches up to you at some point. It does. I mean, I'm not a, a bit karma believer, but, you know, some sometimes things do come back around when <laughs> right. you least want it to. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to uh, another topic. Le'Veon Bell, once again, saying stuff. Missed the whole season this year after, after holding out for a bigger contract. And – it was brought to the attention that the you know the, how the Rams built their team this year. So the Rams in the Super Bowl versus the New England Patriots, and it's, and they're the way they build their teams are opposite of the spectrums. The way the Rams did it, for example, you know they got the quarterback on a rookie deal. They did free agent spending the last two years, getting Sam Shields, uh, getting Robert Woods, paying the Dominican Sue. Uh, they traded for Brandon Cooks and signed him to a fifty million dollar guaranteed contract. They re-signed Gurley to the highest running back contract ever. They they re-signed Aaron Donald, the best defensive player in the game, for the biggest defensive contract until Khalil Mack broke it the next well next week or two. They traded for Keith Tlaib in the offseason, traded for Marcus Peters, traded for Dante Fowler midseason. So what they did was got all this talent, all this star talent, and pushing all the chips, let's go all in. And I'm going to read the, the exact quote for Le'Veon Bell. Uh, he said, this is what exactly what you're supposed to do. They did it right. Forget trying to save for the future. You better go and try to win the Super Bowl right now when you can. What do you, you think Le'Veon has a good point? Because really, this really might be the only team that's had done this kind of all-in panned out. Well, I, I agree with them because the NFL is a – it's not like the NBA where it's like a we need the same continuity for next year. The NFL is like you have that one year where you can – have your great defense, or you can have that one player who emerged. You can just you just get hot, and you have to go for it. So, like the Rams, they were smart. We have our quarterback on his rookie deal. We have our stud running back. We're going to extend him. We have Robert Woods already here. We have Cooper Cup already here. Let's go get Brandon Cooks. So, you, you, you transform your offense, and then you have your, your defensive guys. We have Aaron Donald. Let's go bring in Sue, a guy who's still a pretty good pass rusher when he's mentally there. And when he's on, he's on. And they went and just went and got uh, so much talent that they, they said, we're going to go all in while our quarterback is still cheap. I agree with that. I mean, other teams like the Patriots have done certain moves that kind of put them all in. They went and got Randy Moss off the Raiders. They went and got Revis for a year. So other teams have done similar things, but a team we haven't saw do it, it's the Steelers. They just try to just run it back every year, run it back, run it back. And as you can see, it hasn't worked. They keep falling. Well, this year they didn't, they didn't even get into the playoffs. So, Bell has a point. When you see other teams who are like, we're going to just go ahead and go for it, why wouldn't you do it? The Eagles did it last year. They went, in, they, they went and signed some guys so that you just, you just go for it. When you feel like you have a chance, just go for it. 
And if you miss, right. and you then, just miss. Th- just to think about this Rams defense last year, like the the way you know the way they brought in Sue Fowler, who who else they brought uh, to lead and Peters. They're like, dang, who did they have last year? Because <laughs> yeah, like you know, I, I know Tremaine exactly. Johnson left to New York. They got rid of Alec Ogletree, but it's like, man, they they, they bought their defense, and you know, it wasn't it wasn't that great. It wasn't like a top five defense, but now you can see what they did to the Cowboys and and what they did to the Saints, keeping them relatively, you know, locked up most of the game. And like I said, the Rams got to the Super Bowl because their defense made, made the, the Saints offense stall out to six points on the first two drives. As you see, with Wade Phillips and Sean McVay, two great coaches, you put that talent there, sometimes that Jimmy and the Joes, you know, are, are way better than X's and O's in, the, in that case. And like I said, the Eagles last year. Now, the Patriots side, though, which is why, which is why I believe – Le'Veon Bell is cheering for the Rams to win because if the Patriots go win again, you're talking about honestly, if you if you had to rank all the Patriots teams, or at least in the last six, seven years, this is probably the worst one. And with as far as you know, the the of course the age of the quarterback, uh the age of the tight end breaking down a little bit, uh the weapons not being there, uh lost Josh Gordon halfway through the season. You lost the starting left tackle. Then you drafted the left tackle to replace him. He gets hurt in the first the, – uh, in preseason. You know, the defense, one of the worst defenses uh, until, like, halfway through the season. You know what I'm saying? And the list goes on. And they just – you know, they just replacing people. Replacing, replacing, replacing. Got rookie running back Michelle. You know, instead of instead of having that LeGarrette Blunt or having uh, – who was, who was running last year? So, so, I don't need that Deion Lewis. I go get a rookie who's who I can – play and he's a better, you know, through the tackler runner. You know, I can go, I can I can keep Hogan. I can go trade for Cordell Patterson who hasn't been used right in Minnesota or in Oakland. He's, he's more than just a key returner. I can go get the other McCordy brother from, from Cleveland. Now he look like he's one of the best, you know, one of the best players, you know, one of the best safeties in the game. And I say the list goes on. And so players like Le'Veon Bell, you want the Rams to win because the way the Patriots are doing it, they just, you know, they just replace you. If you want to go complain, not even, not even, I wouldn't even say complain about money, but if you, if you, let's say, let's say like Brandon Cooks last season, the way Brandon Cooks been playing for the last three or four seasons, you would think teams want to keep him. And you saw, you saw New Orleans trade him. You saw the Patriots trade him. But the Rams, you know, they decide we're going, we're going to sign, we're going all in. They push the chips all in. But if you, if you, Brandon Cooks and you go talk to Bill and be like, hey, you know, my stats are up there with, uh, you know, with I mean, I'm I'm just spitball names, but let's say the Julio's of the world, Jarvis Landry, Odell Beckham, they all just got paid. I mean, I feel like I should be right there too. And you know, I mean, the stats backed it up to a certain extent. So, and B, it was like, no, nah, I mean, I can't do it. And what he do? Get rid of Brandon Cooks, got a first round pick, which led him probably to Michelle draft pick. Then, then uh, Bill got Josh Gordon for like a, what, a fifth round pick, even though it didn't pan out all the way to the end, but. It helped him, you know, toward the season. So it's like he, he, it's like which one do you prefer? And it's kind of based on who you are, in, in my opinion. Uh, Sean McVay, that young guy, he want to push it all in. Bill Belichick, he been through the things. He know, he know what works for him and what's the success. So he's he's cool with finding guys and and developing them into his system. And that's that's the beauty of both sides of it. So I know Le'Veon Bell and other players uh, who. Want to want to show that you know teams you gotta go all in. I will hold out because Aaron Donald held out beginning of the season, and they paid him, and now they in the Super Bowl. So it's it's very very interesting. Yeah, I think it boils down to who's who's your GM. Like what kind of 
leverage and power does the coach have with the GM and also just the culture of your team? It, it's hard for the Patriots to go give somebody $15, $20 million or $40 million guaranteed, you know, something like that, when you got Tom Brady taking fifteen. So when you, when you have that kind of organization where Bill Belichick is probably the greatest scout the NFL has ever seen, like the guy can scout talent from anywhere, undrafted guys, He's stolen multiple guys from the Buffalo Bills and the <laughs> Cleveland Browns. So, the, so dude knows, dude knows talent. So he goes and finds those diamonds in the rough and fits them into their scheme, offensively and defensively. So he he sees a guy, six round pick, go get him. Josh Gordon, like this guy's talented. He just hasn't been in the league, but Bill saw that as a low risk, high reward opportunity. So he took it which is what the Patriots have been built on. They, they don't overpay. They want to just use the money they have. Let's feel the best team we have. And then, you know, whatever outcome it is, AFC championship at least, hopefully Super Bowl, and you're good to go versus like Sean McVay. I think they're just trying to cash in the chips while yeah. golf is on his rookie contract. They, 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 saw, they, they saw what the Eagles did with Wentz. Like, you know, let's go ahead and try to cash in while we have it. So, and you can't be mad at that because teams like the Cowboys, they're going to be strapped now because Dak and Demarcus Lawrence, uh, Zeke, they're going to they're going to start paying everybody. So who knows what the Cowboys do? Because the old line is starting to age. So who knows what a team like the Cowboys are going to do? Or looking forward, like what if the Chiefs give Mahomes that two hundred million dollars guaranteed? What kind of state does that put their already <laughs> compromised defense in? Or can, can they can they even build a a, a better old line around him? Can they get another running back? I mean, yeah, he bought out. He bought out, but that ain't Kareem Hunt back. That ain't Kareem Hunt back there either. Or get some more get some more weapons. I mean, I love Hill. I feel like <laughs> fancy. I'm still salty about that. I love Hill. I love Kelsey, but we saw Belichick take away Hill, and we saw Kelsey not be as dominant. And I mean, Watkins, he's injury prone, but you got money tied up into him, so. That's those kind of situations that shows how certain organizations budget their money and what they utilize it for and how it can affect you in yeah, and, and Back to Le'Veon Bell, I mean, you see you but see you've seen what James Conner could do in the same system and it, it kinda it kinda made the Steelers GM and owners look at look at Patriots and be like, Look, Le'Veon Bell is a great player, but then you see what James Conner rookie did. You see what Michelle did as a rookie. Like you you get what I'm saying, like you it the system the system gonna play out and NFL is all about the system anyway. Everybody's a system player. It's just how how great of a player are you in multiple systems. I, and that's how that's how I view you know superstars and and all stars of, of that nature. And Le'Veon Bell, like I said, he's cheering for the he's cheering for the Rams hard because now he's 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 gonna let's let's say let's say for example if if the Colts decide yeah we're gonna go all in next year let's go. Let's go get a, a top corner in free agency to help our defense out. Let's go get another uh, a pass rusher like uh, Clowney or go get Anthony Barr from Minnesota or go get uh, Demarcus Lawrence from the Cowboys. Let's go pay Le'Veon Bell. Let's, let's go get a second wide receiver. You know, and then they do the same exact thing. And now we're talking about the Colts next year who went all in. And, and now, now that's, that's the way to win in the NFL until the Patriots show you even went another way. As far as, like, my take on the, the Le'Veon Bell – comments i don't really think it's he has to cheer for the rams i think it's just a matter of the steelers culture like they they're a elite run organization 
It's just that their culture is kind of loose. So when Bill say, I'm going to show up, and then he didn't show up, and then he said, all right, I'm going to show up, and then he didn't show up, it started to, like, the, the guys he's close with, it started to divide guys mm-hmm. who were on his side and the guys who were like, you're not for the team. So he kind of split the locker room. And then we, of course, know now some of the stuff that A.B. had going on and Ben, all that kind of stuff. So, you know, th- that kind of stuff can divide the locker room. It's like, are you for the team? Are you for your brothers? All that kind of stuff. Or are you out for self? So if you if you was building the team, if you was building a team and let's say you got a – a not a, a, a not a rookie quarterback deal, so not not, not Jared Goff, but somebody, maybe like a as far as money wise, like an Andy Dalton type money situation quarterback, where he's not a star, but he's not a he's not a rookie either. So how do you approach it? Do you do you lean more the Rams way or do you lean more the Patriots way? If I have a, a Andy Dalton type, being that if if Dalton's my quarterback, I would lean more on the Rams side because you have the money to spend. But if I'm let's, – let's say we're going to put, put location on it too because if I'm in Cincinnati, right. I know people aren't coming there. It's like Because I'm going I'm to say how you, how you say Dalton. So if I'm in Cincinnati, I have to go the Patriots way, draft well, trade well. But if I'm in a Miami. Philadelphia – Well, no, that Winston's on – Yeah, if I'm yeah, – or like a Miami or even, even like Jacksonville. I mean, they could – they can spend some money because Jacksonville is it's a warm weather, you know, warm weather place, so people will want to come. Okay, there. I, I just want to get your idea on that because I, I mean, like I said, it, it does matter about your situation. And my theory still out on Tom Brady is the reason why he took he took a pay cut is because his wife is super rich. That I, I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna live and die by that by, by that theory until Brady tell me otherwise. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's a good reason. I mean, but at the same time, you know if. If, when the guys value, winning, oh yeah, of course, they always take less. Look at the NBA. When when LeBron wanted to get those rings, I mean, he didn't take a major major discount. Um, but you know, at the time, what those guys took was considered a major discount because they all took they were superstars. They could have took the max and just kept losing, but they all came together. Miami Heatles took a little bit less. Got Mike Miller and got you know Ray Allen and some other guys, and they won two rings out of it. So. It all depends. When you want to win, you'll make that monetary right. And sacrifice. then when you look at but when you look at Tom Brady's contract, like you re- you're really saying the New England Pages are really cheating because it's it's not like you said, it's not like he's taking a, a small pick cut like if he if because Tom Brady is a superstar. So if you compare him to basketball LeBron James, like LeBron took a small pay cut. So let's say if LeBron was supposed to make thirty five mil, he took thirty, right? But Tom Brady, who's you know, obviously worth as much as Aaron Rodgers got which was 30, 30, what, 34 million? And yeah, about Tom 35. Brady's taking 20 million less than that? You know, that's in football, that is so much, so much you can do and work things out because your quarterback is, is, is taking, is taking a really, really low value price for his, for his, for what he's really market value is. And, and I mean, like I said, I'm, th- I'm thinking, think about everybody else in the NFL. Nobody has a wife like Tom Brady has. So it's like, you know, instead of me going from thirty million, which I deserve, to like twenty four, I can go down to fifteen. My wife can cover the rest. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I know that's a crazy theory, but I mean, it make it make a little sense though. But when you have that, when you have that type of guy on your team, and he's your best player, like you can do so much. And and that's what and that's why I think is like Tom Brady set the culture, 
So it's like, you know, if I if I'm Brandon Cooks, I can't go ask for fifteen million dollars. He don't even pay Tom he, he barely paid Tom Brady fifteen million. I can't you know what I'm saying? And and who 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 uh who recently? Randy Moss is that's why he got tra- sent back out because his contract came up and he was like thirty, you know, thirty, thirty three, something like that, and it's time for him to go. Malcolm Butler, Deion Lewis, the list, and the list goes on. And I mean, Belichick proved it every single year. I mean, what can you say? Yeah, I mean, it just boils down to what are the priorities. I mean, the the I hate stats right. without context. The top six paid quarterbacks were not in the playoffs. I mean, Derek Carr is making twenty four, twenty five mil. The Raiders aren't that right. good. And then you got Jimmy G. He got hurt, so you know there there's. You have to provide content to that kind of stuff, and I just think that that's a major context because these guys have taken so much money, they can't afford to pay anybody else. You can't afford to go get the Rams' way of some some good free agents right. for a and year then, or two. But see, it's like people, you know, they people post that you know the top, you know, the top whatever quarterbacks ain't make the playoffs. Okay, well, you know, if, if you got to look at what it is, San Francisco they ha- they they fired two coaches back to back seasons. And Kyle Shanahan just got here. You got it's gonna take time, especially if you fire two coaches back back season. That's that's just hard. And, and when you trade for the your, the the future and the franchise quarterback, you gotta pay him his contract up. They, they, they already knew that going in. Stafford, I mean, as much people want to kill Stafford, without Matthew Stafford, the Lions would be a toilet bowl franchise. And he's in and he's 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 the duct tape holding that franchise together. Matt Ryan, I mean, he was an MVP, he went to the Super Bowl. Um, he's he's tied, you know, his his, his number three for itself. So I can understand why he got paid. And this year he got hurt, you know. I I mean I don't know about you, but I thought Atlanta was was competing with. Uh, I thought they were the best two teams in that in that division with the Saints, and they're going to be competing for who going to win the division crown. So I mean, and then Aaron Rodgers, oh, yeah, I mean, we just know we really we really just I don't know why we act like this, but it's like with Aaron Rodgers, we just say, oh, Packers going to be in the playoffs because they got Aaron Rodgers. When we know that the roster is terrible. <laughs> but we still we still expect Aaron Rodgers to carry the whole franchise by itself, which you know in football you just can't do. Yeah, it's not basketball, but I think that theory kind of comes from quarterback is the most important mm-hmm. thing on the field, and it's such a, and it's such an offensive driven league. So I guess most of us feel like, oh, well, if we got to go scoreboard, you know, offense for offense, Rodgers the best in the game. Right. He should be able to do it. And like I mean, you mentioned Jimmy G. Yeah, his contract was coming up, but at the same time, does the guy have to be fourth highest paid? <laughs> yeah, guy, you're, 20, I mean, 20, yeah, you're 20, right. 27 but see, it's mil. like, I wonder, even Minnesota getting Kirk Cousins, if people, cause I, I know people value women, I know that, but it's like, why would, for example, if you Kirk Cousins, why would you go to the Jets, especially when you see him Minnesota's off uh, roster, and if it's the same, if this if the money's in the same ballpark, you know, you're gonna take Minnesota, but if Jets want to say. Oh, we gonna give you twenty seven, twenty you know twenty six, twenty five mil. Now Minnesota gotta gotta go higher or just as much, you know. I mean, which now I mean in, in future weren't you know with all that money they had, Jets could could have been a good spot for him to build. And you know, it's like with with Jimmy G, did he have anywhere else to go? I, I'm pretty sure, you know, because um, who all drafted the quarterbacks last year? Buffalo, Baltimore, Cleveland, Arizona. Arizona. I'm pretty sure if Jimmy G was you know what I'm saying after he came over and after. After what he did, well, he went five and over the last, you know, five games for San Francisco. After seeing that and what he did in New England, you know those teams would have rather pay pay a guy who's young than you know draft one. So, um, I, yeah, twenty seven yeah, mil. I, you're right. I mean, I mean, his resume wasn't that deep. 
okay, a couple and of he, starts with the Patriots, and he took y'all. And he, I don't, I won't say he took them on a great run because he, he had decent stats, but he wasn't right. like he wasn't like Mahomes that should right. lighten up the scoreboard with his numbers. So twenty-seven mil. I mean, they would have gave him twenty. No, right. no more than twenty. Is that? I mean, somebody might say that's not that's not a big drop off. Yeah, yeah when you, football. When you say twenty-three or twenty-seven, you add four years. <laughs> that's that's for sixteen million dollars that you save. No, his resume is just so so small. It doesn't right. warrant and, that and kind of money. You're absolutely right, but it's like the you know the NFL loves the loves the potential and loves the uh, what what I believe you can do a lot of times and not and not what you've done really. I mean, because it's like what what I've seen. You know the recency bias. What I've just seen. Oh man, you got to be the guy. But like you say, if if you know Arizona Arizona paid Sam Bradford twenty million dollars, I'm pretty sure they would have paid they would have gave Jimmy G, who's who's well, at the time didn't get hurt, young. He's the next guy. I'm pretty sure if they if, if they want if they can come up seven million dollars a year, they would have you know what I'm saying to get to get Jimmy G instead of paying twenty million to Sam Bradford. So it's like you you know you you know your marketing and really you know it's all about timing, like because now we're talking about uh, the best quarterbacks like Russ. He got paid a long time ago, so his country don't look as good no more. Luck same way. See, but you know those two really should be getting thirty mil. If if they you know if their country come up next year, they gonna be up there. Like I'm scared that that gonna ask for twenty seven as well because I mean outside of Tom Brady, who got more wins than that Prescott in his three year? And you know what I'm saying even even though he don't deserve it, and he don't have the stats to prove it, is like will other teams like Miami. Uh, who was near the quarterback? Washington, like Denver. You, th- you think would they drive up the price to make Cowboys? You know what I'm saying? Like to make a pay, and then that, and that's when you that's when you lose. You, le- you know, teams got le- players got leverage, and you lose as a team. Yeah, I think you know. Well, we want. I want to say I think we know the biggest factor in all these quarterback contracts yeah. is also timing, because when you hit, it depends on when you hit the market, who got paid last. Like when Stafford got paid, it was the biggest deal. And then we had Matt Ryan get paid. We had Aaron Rodgers get paid. So timing is also a big part of the market. When you, you know the salary cap, other options, or you mentioned Matthew Stafford. Without Stafford, we wouldn't even talk about the Detroit Lions. And if Detroit Lions put talent around Stafford, Stafford would look like freaking Aaron Rodgers. So the the money the money he's getting is pretty much worth it. It's just. If you if you put Matthew Stafford on the New England Patriots, or you put Matthew Stafford on the Rams or on the Saints, Stafford will be MVP. Matt Ryan has already won MVP, and he would have been MVP this year if the Falcons won more. But so the contracts are kind of worth it to a certain degree. It only hurts when the guys are t- like the Falcons. The whole defense <laughs> got injured. You can't go get anybody. You can't. You, you got can't no go depth. Anybody like the seventy <laughs> cap? You got no depth on your team. Nothing. You can't. <laughs> you can't pay anybody. Yeah, yeah. So and that's always. It's like, can you? Can you? Are you mad that Stafford took the money? Like, can you? Can you go to him? Can you really approach him and say, "Man, you need to take less so we can build around you, and you build a team." Um. Um. Excuse me, Stafford. He hasn't won anything yet, so I'm gonna take less. No, this is the reason why Barry Sanders retired early in that front of that franchise. The reason why Megatron, yeah, Megatron Cameron did the Johnson same too. thing. <laughs> we, we losing. And Stafford, Stafford, when Kevin Johnson left, he was holding it together. And I, I can't blame him for taking the money. And like I said, and everybody want to always use Tom Brady, but he got, he got a legit reason why he could take less. I got somebody who make a lot of money. 
and you know, I'm not, I'm not saying no, no, nobody else, wife or nothing like that, do does uh business opportunities, but they not, they're not at that level, <laughs> nowhere near that level. I, I, I don't really like when people use the Brady, the Brady one, because it's like, I mean, come on, like he's not, he, he can, he can ask for it if he wanted, and he's gonna get it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not like he can't get it. It's not like Bill Belichick is gonna say no because Robert Kraft is gonna say. Nah, you're gonna give him whatever he wants. If he asked for fifty million dollars, he probably could get it. Would he would he? No, he's not going to. But if he wanted to, he could get it. I got a question for you. All right, Jimmy G's making that twenty seven million. What do you think the state of the Patriots would be had they kept him? Because we see they would have to pay him. So what do you think the state of the Patriots would be if they so, had to pay Jimmy G? Do you think they would give him the twenty seven million themselves? Or would they try to get him down to about nineteen twenty, about twenty three? They would have oh, Bill Belichick be would have finessed that system. I'm trying he I mean he if you think about all the players that he do sign, like you'd be like, Man, they, they took a pay cut. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Gilmore wasn't it wasn't like he was a big, big he was a big free agent, but he ain't like he got the big, big money. Uh but I, I say Jimmy G probably would have been about twenty two million dollars because like you know, saying going to going to New England, you're gonna sacrifice because you are gonna win. Like, like just like you said, Miami, LeBron got all with Miami. They know they're gonna to win together, so let we can sacrifice that little bit of money because we're gonna win. That's gonna add add playoff game checks, Super Bowl game checks. You win the Super Bowl, you get all this extra, you know, all the extra opportunities, all that kind of stuff like that. And that's and that's really and that's really why a guy like Matthew Stafford is gonna take twenty eight million dollars because. I mean, what do y'all ask y'all expect for me to do? I'm I'm not I'm not gonna take less for us to win. We're not gonna win. Especially now when you're in the you the fourth best team and honestly they're not even close. For you being second for 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 you being second. Like you can't <laughs> even be second. Like it's, like so it's like I'm gonna take this money. Like Matt Ryan, now that could have been a different thing, but I mean he's been there since what, uh two thousand like seven, seven, you know, he's he's an old quarterback, so I mean I mean he's he was due for his his big money. Um uh, Especially when they first, and then we got MVP. You know that 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 drove the 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 market up because it's like, can I lose? Can I lose this guy? Is is it worth me losing this guy? Same as Derek Carr because oh, he was coming off of like they went, a they MVP went twelve and four to the playoffs. Two. He he like I say he had the leverage. It's like that one that one playoff game. I mean I mean I, well, that one what two playoff games or just one? So and just he one. Got but but two two division, two division crowns. crowns he though. won one, and like I said, outside of Tom Brady, he got the most wins, and I mean. I mean, Cowboys haven't been so they had three three years in a row, three winning records. So, and, and semi quarterback. So it's like he got the leverage. And if, if you Cowboys, can you afford to lose him? Because you're not going to get him on a Tom Brady deal. Because even even though you are winning, do you think do you think Dak Prescott would go take a pay cut? The, the oh yeah, I'll, I'll take a pay cut so you can keep so you can keep Zeke and Demarcus Lawrence, so you can keep Byron Jones, you can keep um, Amari Cooper, you can. Reach the O line. I mean, that's that's asking a lot for a guy who's what 20, 25, 26 years old to to in a, in, a, in a sport like this to take less. It's not basketball where you can save your body. I mean, three three four years, his body could be worn down. You who don't you don't know. So you got to take your money when you can. And Jimmy G probably would have took like twenty two or twenty three to stay in New England. But I mean, knowing Bill, he probably would just franchise tagged in the first year if Tom Brady was still around. But if they had. If they had forced Tom Brady out like they did Brett Favre. Uh, he probably he probably would took a took a nineteen twenty million dollar deal. I can see that. So, what number do you think that Prescott should take for the Cowboys to still be a little bit? All flexible? right. Well, if I'm speaking from a GM standpoint, I'm trying to get him to twenty to twenty three in that range. Hopefully, he t- hopefully he'll take a 
uh, a hometown discount, especially especially that is no sales tax in, in that in Texas. Maybe that maybe, maybe that can maybe that can be a way to to get them to come down. Um, if I'm that, you know, of course I'm a, of course I'm gonna ask for how much Jimmy G is making. Um, I'm bet you know because I'm winning. They not. I mean, once you take the money, it's somewhat proven the playoffs are gonna be unless, few and far between. Unless you unless you just that good. I mean, we seen because we all thought what Seattle's gonna be sorry once they had to pay Russ and once they couldn't pay and once the, the team got old and they couldn't pay their stars like Sherman Thomas or well, Thomas got hurt, but Can had to retire. They had to let go of Michael Bennett. Uh, the offensive line got a little worse. Jimmy Graham was a fail, you know. And they just because because of how great Pete Carroll is and how great Russ is, you can be able to withstand that. And that running game came became alive. But you see in Detroit, you know, they had to fire a coach, get a new coach in there, and Dave Steele was bad. Uh, Minnesota, uh, the the breaks we had last year, the, the defense wasn't was wasn't as elite as it was the year before. Lost the games early that we shouldn't have lost and. You know, you know what I'm saying? And now now we, we blew the last game playing Chicago, who all of a sudden come out of nowhere. Like those things you can't predict. But uh San Francisco, they had they had no future. They had nothing really on the table but but Kyle Shanahan. So they they had to get somebody. And it just it just the uh, it's just the timing of everything. And I think Dak if Dak wanna if Dak wants to keep winning, he's gonna have to take that hometown discount because if you lose Zeke and you lose Cooper. You see how good Cowboys was without Cooper. Terrible. Yeah, um, to your other point, give, give, let's give some credit to Seahawks, the Seahawks yeah. Uh, GM, yeah, yeah. John Snyder, because they they, cause they they drafted well, too. That's a big part. And let's give some credit to the defensive coordinator, uh, Ken Norton Jr., because he's been a, a staple there, too. So Bobby Wagner and all those guys, he's, you know, they've retooled. They didn't rebuild. They retooled and reloaded. So we got to give them guys some credit. But if Cowboys are smart, Dak, 21, 22, 23 mil at the max. I would give DJ, no, I would give Zeke a, a deal in line with what DJ got. And Cooper, I'm not sure what you give Cooper, but mm-hmm. you got to give him something because he opens right. that offense up for them. So let's get, let's go and get out of here because we've been here for a minute talking about this. I'm, I'm going to lean more, I'm going to lean more away at the Patriots. You lean more of the Rams. I know we, uh, a week, a week away from the Super Bowl. But as of right, as of right now, what side? What side are you leaning to win right now? As a, I want the Patriots to win so Brady could go out on top, but this is kind of like that typical NFL thing where everything comes full circle. The Patriots beat the Rams to get their first Super Bowl under Brady. I think they'll lose this time to end their run with Brady, and I just think it's that that whole passing of the torch right. thing, you know, from Belichick, Belichick, the current the current good coach and. Some of AR has been anointed the next, yeah. the next guy. So I'm going to go with the and Rams to be, win it. And that'll be a good 30 for 30, <laughs> about 15 years down the line. Oh, yeah, that'll be, that'll be crazy, man. And, and, uh, real quick, what do you think about the overtime rule? Change it or don't change it? Uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, don't change it. I like the way it is. If you can't play defense, well, hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I said, I said the same thing. Three phases to the game offense, defense, special team. Just because the Chiefs didn't win like everybody wanted them to. Right. You know I mean, change the rules. Everybody only mad because we just robbed the team. That's all. That's all. That's it. All right. Uh, appreciate you joining me. Preach, care, preach. And we out. Yep. Ho, 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 ho.
You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So, stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery! Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. 